Okay, I want you to try again. This time you've got to say Views from the Sofa Presents. Go for it. Views from the Sofa Presents! Perfect. Hello everybody and welcome to That Movie List Podcast. I am your host, Ben, and we are here to count down yet another random movie list. Joining me, as always, is a man who would be very comfortable in a dystopian future. His name is Dave. How are you, Dave? Very well, thank you. How are you? I'm not bad. I'm not bad. We've got a bit of a random list today. It was suggested by friend of the Views on the Sofa Network, Joe, who's over at the that rest, the, the Wrestling Predictcast. Not that Wrestling Predictcast. Mixing up your podcast. Over at the Wrestling Predictcast, who's also on the Views on the Sofa Network, if you're a wrestling fan and want to listen. He suggested after watching a film that featured them, that we should do a podcast on exoskeletons. And you were just dead excited to do it, weren't you, Dave? I couldn't wait. I, I, once I Googled exoskeletons uh, to figure out what they were, I was, I was over, overjoyed. Did you legitimately not know what an exoskeleton was? Well, I figured it was a skeleton that's on the outside. Is that what exo means? Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, I think it is, yeah. <laughs> All right, then. So we're counting down the best films that feature exoskeletons, right? Correct. Good. Okay. Because I was worried again, because for, for, for frequent listeners to the podcast, what you might have realized is we choose a list and then we approach it from two completely different directions. So, for example, best movie Dave's. I did the best movie characters called Dave, where Dave did the best actors called Dave, none of which had featured in films for the movie list podcast. So... I was worried that you'd done like best exoskeletons rather than best films that feature exoskeletons. No, no, I've done I've done best films. However, I'm I'm weighting them towards where they're film where they're prominent in the films. Oh, okay. So you're not letting like if there's an exoskeleton hanging up in the background of a film, you're not you're not counting it. Not not to that extent, no. So I'm I'm certainly weighting them that way. So some of them are more prominent than others, but the list is okay. reflective of that. So before we start, we better tell people what an exoskeleton is, just in case they're exactly like you were, Dave, a week go, ago. Go for so, it. An exoskeleton, according to Wikipedia, where I get all my knowledge, is it's from the Greek, meaning outer, and from the Greek exo, meaning outer, and skeletos, meaning skeleton. I don't know how they call these things. And it is the external skeleton that supports and protects an animal's body in contrast to the internal skeleton, which is called an endoskeleton. Ah, uh, in your endoskeleton. I'm going to start easy. I'm going to start referring to it. For example, a human. In usage, some of the larger kinds of exoskeletons are known as shells. For example, an animal with an exoskeleton, including insects, such as grasshoppers, cockroaches, crustaceans, and crabs. Now, me and you could have been very clever here. Mm. And we could have just done a film like best films featuring crabs and still done endos exoskeletons. <laughs> <laughs> I just completely wound, wound, wound up all the sci-fi fans. Go, this isn't what it means. Number one, a butt's life. Um, but I don't think that's how we've done it. Because usually exoskeletons are in sci-fi movies and mm. they're usually wrapped around someone to make them stronger, faster, better, yep. built tougher, that yep. kind of stuff. Okay? Yep. So... We might as well get started. Do you want to go first or me? Um, I'll let you go first, I think, because I think I went first last week. 
Oh, fair enough. I'm, I've not seen this film in ages, but I think I love it. And I'm also convinced it's not it's not an exoskeleton in the same way all the others are. Okay. But it's Wallace and Gromit and the wrong trousers. Ooh. That also features in my list, but it's higher. Well, it might be. I knew it would yeah. be in your list. Um, so the exoskeleton is his trousers, <laughs> I assume. Thanks, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's not wallace or gromit <laughs> what i tell you what we'll come back to it when it's when it's your when it's your choice we'll do it that way we'll talk about it when it's higher for your good choice shout. so good shout. your number five david so my number five in um you you touched on it when you were describing the uh what an exoskeleton is my number five is the little mermaid You've actually, you've actually done <laughs> Sebastian the Crab. He is a prominent exoskeleton character. <laughs> and he's got all the best lines, to be honest. He's by far the best character in Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid's rubbish. Prince is rubbish. Ursula's pretty cool. This is the top five films featuring exoskeletons. And you've put a film in there you think is rubbish. No, no, no. I didn't say the film's rubbish. I just said Sebastian the Crab. Excellent. It's the best. I'm pretty certain you've just said Little Mermaid's rubbish. No, I said that the main two characters oh, are rubbish. The mermaid herself is rubbish. The film yeah. is rubbish. Right. It's, it's really that. The film is really, it's like, oh, it's classic Disney. It's not classic Disney. There's a few good songs in it. And, and, and Sebastian, even Sebastian, which is, is one of the best characters, is, is mm. you wouldn't get away with him today. No, 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 no. no. Yeah. Well, that, you can say that about a lot of Disney. Can know you really can. <laughs> talk about the top five for you. The top five most racist things in Disney films. Yeah. <laughs> Don't at me. <laughs> yeah, we're not. Yeah, not get, get, get inundated with that. Okay, so you have gone. So that little joke I made at the front at the beginning of the uh, podcast, you've you've gone with, you've run with. Yeah, it did kind of wet on my bonfire a little bit, but Sorry. I'll uh, I'll go with that. Yeah, it's fine. I don't know whether to edit it out or just leave you looking like i've undercut you no leave it in leave it in it makes you look like the ass you are <laughs> does that's fair okay i'm going for my number four then go for it which is the edge of tomorrow Ooh, tom cruise film tom cruise film now this is the reason that joe over at the wrestling predict cast told us to do exoskeletons all that time ago mm-hmm. because he saw this film with the exoskeleton in and said you should do top five exoskeletons and i went great idea and then obviously we looked at it and went oh it's a terrible idea uh, <laughs> but now we found a list so the edge of tomorrow i only watched it this week because i hate talking about films i've not seen and i heard it mm. was really good and it's really good like oh, what right. it depends how you feel about groundhog day um storytelling because some people hate it my mm. wife hates that as a as a as a thing and i, I get why because it can be a bit boring and ironically a bit samey yeah <laughs> um but as long as it's done cleverly, like this one is, like imagine it, it's kind of like playing through a video game. What's the synopsis? I, I, so, I've, I've not really heard of the film. I know of it, but I don't know much about it. So Tom Cruise is kind of conned into becoming, he's like a, he's like a propaganda minister for a war against aliens. And he's conned essentially into becoming a soldier for one of the battles he's in one of the battles he has to wear this big exoskeleton suit which he can't operate because he's rubbish he's never done any proper training and he gets thrown into a battle he manages to survive a fair whack and he dies and then he wakes up 
at the beginning of two days ago and realizes oh, okay. and he's obviously does the same thing where he's, he's finishing people's sentences trying to tell people i've already lived this day no one believes him he gets thrown in but then he realizes that the longer he keeps getting thrown into this battle the more he can survive it because he keeps like i said it's like playing a video game because everyone mm. else is doing exactly the same stuff he's just got to react to it and then there's a bigger idea of well they can actually use his power to end the war and stop the big villain and big bad guy and that's where emily blunt's character mary poppins comes in um you know she a, plays the same character like, yeah yeah yes it was weird to see mary poppins the umbrella scene was random but um but yeah it's it really it's 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 really good it's a really good idea and tom you can't argue with tom cruise no that man, that, i was thinking about this i don't know if i've if tom cruise makes bad movies generally not no he's a, he's a pretty solid consistent but well, all of his films are the same they are now, that's true now. <laughs> they are now. So, yeah when you look he was actually a proper serious dramatic actor and now he's turned around and going ah forget that yeah. i'm just gonna run 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 through exploding things really quick <laughs> in through my through my 50s and into my 60s <laughs> settle down nah, not me not me this is what i'm making the cash um so there is a he has to wear an exoskeleton to fight in that um okay. And it's pretty cool, pretty badass. That's what all the soldiers wear. Um, nice. Yeah. The Edge of Tomorrow, or the better title that they put as the tagline, which was Live, Die, Repeat. Right, okay. The better title for the film that they, they, they bottled and didn't go with, but ended up with going, oh, this is much better. We'll just put that in big letters all over the, title, all over the um, posters and things. So there we go. What's your number four, Dave? So my number four is... Uh, Again, now, now I think this one counts. <laughs> just, just to pre, pre uh, set expectations. I've gone for the Power Rangers movie, but the recent one. Okay. Because I think they're exoskeletons. When they morph into the machines at the end, and they're in those, I'd say they're exoskeletons because they move their arms around. They're not just pulling levers, are they? Now. I kind of agree and disagree with you, okay. right? And this is one of those things where you stumble, you, you start doing a bit of research on something and you stumble into one of these weird things that people actually really believe is a big controversy. Mm-hmm. So I agree that Power Rangers counts, right? Okay. Yeah, I think Power Rangers counts when they're in their suits. Okay, well, that, that was my other, that was going to be my backup argument. I think they do extra stuff in those suits, don't they? Exactly, yeah. I think the suits make them better or else mm-hmm. why would they bother changing into the suits? So they're anonymous. Uh, mm, all right, I'll give the kid just wear masks. Whatever. Um, <laughs> but there's a big argument. So there's an argument, a genuine argument for the geeks yeah. out there between exoskeletons and what they call mech. Yep. So like big, huge machines like in Pacific Rim and stuff like that. Mm. Um, those, I'd say the, the, the things, the monsters, the machines they use at the and uh, like robots that they're inside and they're operating and they are pulling levers and stuff aren't they some of them are but some of them are moving their arms and things as well so they lift their arm up and the, the, really? the machine moves as well so so yeah anyway I've, I've gone for power rangers rightly or wrongly and this is there on merit because i genuinely think that that re- the recent power rangers film was a lot better than i was expecting the yeah. first certainly the first 80 percent of it plot was good um, the character building was good. The idea of it all was was really clever. Um, 
the bit where it got crappy was when the exoskeletons came in at the end. The monster fighter, the big mech fighting exoskeleton fighting at the end was shoddy and a bit of a letdown. Um, it felt like it was just shoehorned in because they had to put them in because it's a Power Rangers film. <laughs> the actual bit about the Power Rangers themselves, I was quite into. Um, I enjoyed it. I liked it. I think it was, it, it kind of go. it's up there with the Tomb Raider and mm. Solo, where they're really good opening films to introduce characters. And now they've done that and it's been solid. I want to see those characters do more things. Yeah. And to be fair, Tomb Raider has got itself a sequel. Um, so that is coming. Solo is obviously not getting a sequel. Um, and I don't know about Power Rangers. That might, that might be out there. It, I, I think so. it's definitely an audience for it. Mm. I didn't think there was enough Power Rangers stuff in it. That's what annoyed me. Yeah, but it's an origin. So I was kind of the opposite. I was kind of the opposite. Yeah, but even then, I'd like to have seen that they could have. They could have. Yeah, that eighty percent could have been fifty percent. They could have thrown a bit more Power Ranger in there. But but no, I enjoyed it. I did. I did it. I did enjoy it. I like that a lot. So now I'll go up number four. Number your number four is Power Rangers, right? So my number three mm-hmm. is The Matrix Reloaded. Interesting. Okay. So this is the second Matrix movie that I think gets a really bad rep because it's not as good as the first one, which it's not, mm-hmm. and because the third one is atrocious. So mm-hmm. it kind of gets lumped in with the third one because it's like a two-parter and there's a cliffhanger at the end of it. It kind of mm-hmm. gets lumped in with that third film. And I think the second one's really strong. And it's that idea of they, they now you can explore this world they've created. And there's some really, really cool moments like Neo versus all the Smiths yeah. and the big battle at the end where he fights um, Agent Smith at the same time that he's, he's having to fight Agent Smith inside and uh, the, the freeway chase with the twins that can kind of yeah. disappear and reappear. Um, there's, there's so much in this film and really, really cool moments in it. And he can fly. So, yeah. <laughs> and then the third one just dropped the ball a bit. I'm, I'm with you on it, but I, I'd, uh, I'd class this in the same way as you class some of the films as well. To, to take a quote from you, Bubblegum for the Eyes, because yeah. I enjoyed watching it. I enjoyed it, but I came out the end of it, and it's a long film, came out the end of it thinking, no idea what just happened. I don't get I don't get the cliffhanger at the end. <laughs> I, I'm, just, I'm just pleased I spent my last couple of hours watching that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a it's 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 a really cool film and it makes little to no sense there's no plot no and, and incidentally the exoskeletons are in the world at the end uh, in the real world in the human world they've set up so when they've got to fight the machines and those big squiddy tentacle things they have these exoskeleton suits they use to fight the tentacle things yeah, I mean that's the weakest part of the movie. The the the, the, yeah. the, the real world bit's the weak bit. The the machine world bit's the cool bit. That's that's the that's the, <laughs> that's the the actual mainframe kind of Matrix things. The really cool bit. What I like about stuff like this though, Matrix and Truman Show and stuff, is they've created this brand new psychological problem that people have, where they believe that this stuff is real and they can't make get their head around it. Mm. It's amazing how these things just didn't occur before. It's just like COVID nineteen, isn't it? People believe it's real and they can't get their head around. <laughs> What's your number three, Dave? <laughs> uh, yeah, my number three is um, the original Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire. Okay. So you, you could have had a lot of different Spider-Mans in this. So why have you gone for the original? The one, it's the one with Doc Ock, isn't it? 
that was that number two. two. That's, number, that's, that's the one that's I meant. Spider Man two. Spider-Man yeah. two. <laughs> nice. You could have Spider Man one as well, technically, I reckon. But yeah, you get Spider Man two. Go on then. Yeah, yeah. that is the, that. Yes, that's amazing. Yeah. So it's. I think we touched it in one of the last last pods as well. It's just a really solid superhero movie, and that is of quite a prominent exoskeleton. It's quite key to key to the plot. Yeah, absolutely. It's one of the best superhero movies ever, I think. Mm. Yeah, just, I'd go with that. You know, even the even the villain's amazing, and he's not really that bad a guy. He's one of those villains where you're like, he just doesn't want to destroy the world. You just feel dead sorry for him. Yeah, you can see yeah. why he's upset and why he's annoyed. So, no, I go with that. Yeah, I do. Spider Man does speak to mine as well, so we'll get there. Okay, okay. Not Spider Man Two though. Okay, well, yeah, it's it's a good uh, it's a good exoskeleton as well. It's one of the, it's a good example of it uh, in that it does. It's 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 a a benefit, but it's not a significant. It's not sort of unbelievable as stupid as it sounds. It's it's just big big long arms. <laughs> I like how it comes from like he didn't create big long arms to be a bad guy. He creates mm. these big long arms because scientifically they make sense. Yeah, you doc, know, doc, and they big long arm. Doc big long arms is not. <laughs> that was obviously the draft version. <laughs> I like how he's. I always. I like his doctor. He's Doctor Octavius. He must be when the, when the first person went Doctor Octopus. He went oh, for fuck. Oh, come on, like. Oh. It wasn't called like Doctor Squidius or something like that. I suppose. How <laughs> oh, it worked. Yeah. Doctor Squid. I don't know. Um, my what's, number, what's my number two. My number two. I've kind of lost the plot. My number two <laughs> is Spider Man, but it's Spider Man okay. Homecoming. Ah, right, okay. Now, we talked about he fights a lot of exoskeletons, doesn't he? He, he, he actually does. Because <laughs> the first Spider-Man movie, I thought you meant like Green Goblin, because he wears a suit, doesn't he? Yes. And that makes him better, I'd say. Yeah. That's an exoskeleton. True. Spider-Man Homecoming, he fights the Vulture. And again, that's a suit that he wears that gives him extra powers and, and things like that. Now, it would be a close one between spider I didn't even think of Spider-Man 2 in this list, to be fair. It would be a close one between Spider-Man 2 and Spider-Man Homecoming, because I love both those movies. Mm. But I think Spider-Man Homecoming just about tips it, just about gets there. Because I think Tom Holland's a better Peter Parker. I don't think Tobey Maguire's Peter Parker holds up anymore. No? I don't think it, I don't think it helps that he looks 40. I mean, you, you watch it, you go, there's no way this kid's at high school. At least Tom Holland looks like he should be at high school. Um, he's not geeky enough either, I don't think, Tobey Maguire. He's not like he's cool, but he's just a bit ordinary, where I think Andrew Garfield was far too cool to be Peter Parker. Yeah. Where Tom Holland is geeky, and he's a little bit, you can believe that he's a dork. Um, yeah. Because <laughs> he definitely is in real life. Probably, um, yeah. Which is good, which is it's what I want. Hugely uh, successful. Yeah. Handsome, young, rich, dork. <laughs> Just like me, Dave. Just like me. That's why people call me a dork. You're um, not young. No, no. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, 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 right. <laughs> Other than that, um, so yeah, so and I think the story's dead. The, the spoilers, if you haven't seen Spider-Man: Homecoming, this is spoilers because it's not that it's not that old really. But the twist midway through, when he goes to pick his day up from prom, mm. and you go, oh, and there's a genuine, genuine gasp moment because you just don't see the little twist coming. Yeah, it's is just it's just great, and it, and I think it just builds so well, and you're just excited that he's he's in the the Marvel universe. So I've gone Spider-Man: Homecoming, and the exoskeleton yeah. suit is 
is decent. Makes it yeah. makes a good villain. So that's true. I think Dr. Octopus's suit's better, but that's not what this list is. <laughs> right then. <laughs> number, just to be clear, I pointed at you. Yeah, yeah. you did, number, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm told. <laughs> so, <laughs> so my number two and the reason, again, clarifying this, the reason it's not number one is because I don't feel that it's a movie about the exoskeleton. So I've gone for Infinity War. That's my number one. Aha, okay. So we've got a bit of a twist here because your, your number one's my number five. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll tell you what, we'll talk about Infinity War now and then we'll talk about Wrong Trousers in a second. So you, okay. you I mean, go well, on, you carry go, on. It's your number one, so you, 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 t- you go for... I mean, it's the, great, it's the greatest Marvel movie. Yeah. And Marvel is my favourite franchise by far. It brings everything together in one almighty kind of dust up. Yeah. Endgame couldn't quite match it because of how brilliantly they did Infinity War mm. and how they paired all the characters together. And the cliffhanger is unbelievable. And you are literally left the cinema just shocked and, and you're desperate to see this next movie. Yeah. Um, so much so, in fact, that I think when I sit down and watch it with my kids, I might make them wait a year. <laughs> I go, you have to go through what I went through. You have to feel the struggle. Um, they won't appreciate it if they don't wait. Um, no, no, no. And the no. exoskeleton's obviously Iron Man, right? Uh, well, there's Hulk as well in there. Oh, I think of that. Yeah, of course. Mm. So there's there's two two exoskeletons. Right. In fact, there's a few really because you've got like Falcon and whatnot as well. There you have. Yeah, it's and it's a it's a film. It's a film full of exoskeletons. It's an exoskeleton feast. It is, isn't it? They should have just called it Exoskeleton War. Yeah. <laughs> Would have missed the point entirely, but still. <laughs> um, yeah, so why did you put it at number So do you put it at number two for all those reasons, except the fact it's not actually about exoskeletons? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. So, I mean, there's... Uh, if I was going to have one of the Marvel films at number one, it would be... Uh, like one of the Iron Man films, I think, because that is about the exoskeleton. Whereas yeah. the Avengers films are considerably better, but it's not about that. It's it's about the group rather than this exoskeleton. And you know me, I'm I'm big on exoskeletons, and I couldn't I couldn't justify putting this at number one with with such when they've been sidelined almost. <laughs> You're disgusted about the treatment of exoskeletons in the Marvel Universe, Dave. Is that what Honestly, you're telling me? Yeah. Yeah. There's there's petition online with literally one signature that's that's for the unfair, unjust treatment of exoskeletons. Remake Infinity War. That's what you want. No, remake the Marvel yeah. Universe. Give those exoskeletons yeah. the justice they deserve. Well, they're they're in there. They're prominent enough, but they're just just people just take them for granted. I don't I'll be honest with you, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it really clear. I don't even think they mention the word exoskeleton in those films. <laughs> I don't, I don't think, think, said, I think it's implied, and that's awful. Implied exoskeletons are the worst sort of exoskeletons. It's the worst. Yeah. Now, the said, best. I, I don't think they mentioned it in Little Mermaid either. He's <laughs> <laughs> not the chef. I'm just going to cut through this crab's exoskeleton to get to the juicy innards. I don't think we watched the same version of Little Mermaid that I did. <laughs> now, a film that treats its exoskeleton with respect and the and the and the honour that it deserves is obviously your number one, Absolutely. which is the wrong trousers, the wrong trousers, trousers and grommet, wrong trousers, and yeah, that's that's at number one because that is a film about exoskeletons, or and a a specific exoskeleton. 
Yeah. It's exo trousers. Yeah, exactly. Exo trousers. They're the best sort of exoskeleton. And I was thinking about it. And another reason I put this at number one is because the number of times I've watched this compared to any other films on that, on this list or pretty much any other film, it's on every year yeah. at Christmas and usually a couple of times nowadays anyway. And yeah. it's, it's just got that rewatchability that I think means that you almost take it for granted. So the first time you watch it, you go, oh, I enjoyed that. And then if it's on, you get sucked up into it and you'll sit there and watch it. And I don't think the same could be said about many of the other films in our list. It's, it's very easy watching. I mean, it comes in probably just over an hour anyway. So it's not exactly a feature length movie, but it's also, it was at the time it was released. This is what made Wallace and Gromit huge because you knew who Wallace and Gromit were. They had the grand day out and everything, but we were at the age where Wallace and Gromit were appealing. They were everywhere. And this was the film that launched them and made them massive because yeah. it was just that little bit better with the, with the um, stop motion. And then that whole bit where he's, the train's going, he's got Wallace on the train behind him and he's half yeah. and Gromit's having to lay the track as the track. And you look at that even now, because I do, we did watch it again last Christmas and I'm watching it going, this is incredible. Yeah. I mean, I can, I mean, we'll have a quick look to what year wrong trousers was, but the fact that they managed to pull that off. Or something? Is it 93? No. It could well be because it's, um, it's absolutely seamless. That whole, that whole section, yeah, it's 1993. Yeah, it's absolutely, like, you, you can't see the joint. Like, there's no, you're not looking at it going, that's a bit, it's aged badly. It hasn't aged at all. No. It's, it's amazing, you know, and, yeah, and the characters of Walsh and Gromit are, are still incredible. They're still yeah. really funny, and they still, and the fact you have that dog who can, who can express a whole sentence, <laughs> a whole paragraph in just an eye roll, yeah. or just a, oh, it's yeah. just amazing <laughs> so um no it's a great choice it's an absolutely brilliant choice so yeah fair play right so that's our top fives mm. um you will get the chance over the next two weeks after this episode has been released to vote on which one you think is the best list um <clears throat> dave won the first vote yeah we're still yet to see the second vote that's going to be released this weekend um so by the time this episode comes out there've already been three votes and i bet dave's won them all the yep. second vote the second <laughs> The second vote is fine because that one is comebacks was a bit random. What was the second episode we did? Dave, was it was no, Dave? We did comebacks. Dave, have we already have we already forgotten this? I should have a list, shouldn't I? Mm. Should know what it is. Oh, wrestling, the wrestlers. Ah, oh, yeah. that's, that's gonna be tricky because that's essentially the same list in a different order. Yeah, but I, I sold mine better, I think. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's what it seems to be. Um, Okay, so as what we always do <clears throat> is we always have a quiz linked to exoskeletons or linked to our top fives. Not I was going to say, it's not always by exoskeletons. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a random, random feature. Five. It's going to be a bit tricky. It, it was a bit tricky. So I was trying to work out, well, okay, how am I going to link it? And I've come up with, and it's a very quick quiz. There's not much to it, and you'll see why. Couldn't quite link it with exoskeletons. So I've linked it with skeletons. It's <laughs> right, okay. I'm going to give you an ultimate fact. exoskeleton, you well, might the say. Ultimate, I mean, <laughs> arguably an endoskeleton, but okay, it's fine. Now, I suppose these both have their endoskeletons as exoskeletons. That's, that's what I'm thinking. I'm yeah. thinking, yeah. I've got one of my you, answers lined up in my mind. All you've got to do, oh, no, 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 I've got, the, I've got the skeletons for you. You've just got to tell me, is the fact about Jack Skellington 
or Skeletor. Ah, okay. Skeleton or Skeletor? This would be, be where the theme tune plays in. Skeleton or Skeletor? <laughs> that be it. That's beautiful. Oh, that beautiful. you know what? You know what? Practice that for minutes. Right, so. <laughs> I've seen I'm this on ITV3. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> so I'm going to give you a fact. There's only seven. I, I've got one question before we start. Go on. Who's Jack Skellington? Brilliant. Brilliant. Big fan of the films. Have you seen The Nightmare Before Christmas? No. Do you know of The Nightmare Before Christmas? That's the one with... Um... Whoa, 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 stop. Okay, don't say anything because you might ruin one of my facts. Oh, okay, right. Um, people are playing at home. So Nightmare Before Christmas <laughs> is Jack Skellington. It's a stop-motion animation. It was... Um... I can't say anymore because they're all my okay. facts. Okay, uh, great. It's about a skeleton who represents Halloween and discovers Christmas. Okay. Bro. People and argue skele- is it a Halloween film? from He-Man. Yeah. This one specifically from Masters of the Universe, the nineteen eighties film starring Dolph Lundgren. Uh, classic He-Man. Okay. Because it's that movie list podcast. <laughs> right then. Which one, Skeletor or Skellington, was created by Tim Burton? Uh, Skellington. You seem certain. Like you didn't even know this guy was. You seem certain. I'm you are absolutely certain. right. It was created by Tim Burton. Wow. Which one, <clears throat> considering the acquiring and all of the other things, don't just jump to an answer. Skeletor or Skellington? Which one's owned by Disney? Uh, I would say Skeletor. It's Skellington. Really? It is. Yeah, it was actually. It was. I thought they'd acquired it, but he's actually working for Disney when he came up with the idea. Tim Burton oh. did used to work for Disney a long time ago. Wow. I he made. See why they dropped him. Well, yeah. No, they, they, <laughs> he made. You know, Frank and Weenie. You know that with the little mm-hmm. Frankenstein dog thing. He yeah. pitched that to Disney, and Disney went, "It's far too dark. You're having a laugh, mate." So he had to buy it back and release it himself when he was a bit more famous. So oh. yeah, they 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 got rid of him. Um, Played by, and I know you know this, he's one of your faves. Was Jack Skellington or Skeletor played by Frank Langella? <laughs> Skeletor. Did you, did you know that? Uh, I, I was fairly confident in that I knew who Skellington was. <laughs> You're right, yes, he is played by, in the film he's played by Frank Langella. Now Frank Langella, you will know if you, if, I'm not, even, not sure I'm saying his name right. If you don't know who he is, Google him. And this is not just you, Dave, because he, oh, okay. he looked at me going, I ain't going to Google it. Um, but if you don't know who he is, Google it, because you will recognize him. He's a bit of a, like a journey, he's a bit of a journeyman actor, a bit of a sporting actor. But he says that Masters of the Universe is his favorite role. Wow. Skeletor, yeah. Oh. yeah. Must, must, must have liked many of his other roles. Okay. <laughs> Which one, Skellington or Skeletor, the film they're in, which one of those two features an early performance by Courtney Cox of Friends fame? Is she in Masters of the Universe or is she in, obviously as a voice, in Nightmare Before Christmas? I'd say she's in Skeletor's film, Masters of the Universe. She is? Wow. You're absolutely nailing this. Yeah, she is. She's, she's, she's like, like main character, prominent, proper in it. So she, She-Ra. She's is not she, She-Ra. No, that's, She-Ra's, She-Ra? I don't think she... She-Ra is He-Man. No, She-Ra is He-Man, but I don't think she's in Masters of the Universe. All right. That's why it it never got a sequel. 
You're absolutely bang on. You're absolutely that. That is the reason. <laughs> um, which one, Skeletor or Skellington, actually started out as a toy? It was a toy before it was a entertainment thing. Skellington. Skeletor. Skeletor. Really. He-Man and oh. the Masters of the Universe was a toy by Mattel, who then employed a animation company to make a cartoon of it to help sell the toy. <laughs> exactly the same with Transformers as well. So Transformers started out as toys, and they made a TV show as, an, as a massive advert for the for the for the uh, toy. Nice. So <laughs> right. See, you learn something too. You see. Yeah, this is fascinating. This quiz. <laughs> Which one, Skeletor or Skellington? Featured in at least five video games. It's got to be Skeletor. It's Jack Skellington. Really? Oh, King, Kingdom Hearts, Disney Legends, whatever that is. Um, he's been in. He's featured in lots of other Disney-related stuff. So Jack Skellington has been in at least five video games. I couldn't find the amount of video games Skeletor's been in, but I don't think it's five. <laughs> Great. And the last question: Which one? Skeletor or Skellington is being reimagined and rebooted in a TV show by Kevin Smith of Clerks fame and other geeky things. I hope it's Skeletor, but I suspect it's Skellington. Your hopes are met. It's Skeletor. Oh, He's making a brand new He-Man show for Netflix. Wow. So there you go. Oh, That'd be quite good. So, I think it will be, yeah. yeah. I did like He-Man. A cartoon or a... I think, actually, I thought it was a cartoon, but reading about it, I think it might be live action. No, it's got to be a cartoon. It's got to be a cartoon. Because I don't think anyone wants... I do. Like, you, you do. <laughs> Whatever the um, end of that sentence is. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin's... Uh, blah, 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 the newly... It's anim- yeah, cast to his animated He-Man reboot, Masters of the Universe Revelation. The newly announced lineup includes Star Wars icon Mark Hamill as Skeletor. That'll be brilliant. That'll be nice. As well as punk legend Henry Rollins as his minion Triclops. Wow. Prince Adam's going to be played by Chris Wood of the Vampire Diaries and Supergirls. You know, Chris Wood. Chris Wood. Chris Wood. He he would. (laughs) And um, Game of Thrones is well represented with Lena Headey, who played Cersei, and Liam Cunningham, who played Davos, voicing Evil Lynn and Man at Arms, respectively. Nice. There you go. Nice. So, uh, Alicia Silverstone's going to be Queen Melina. He's got a decent cast here. That's pretty good, that. And Jason Muse from Jane Silent Bob is going to be Stinkor. <laughs> of course he is. So, look out for that later this year, it says. When was this written? I hope it's 2020. It was. So, um, later this <laughs> year. Nice. So, you'll be able to see He-Man Revelations. We're not being paid by Netflix. No, no. If they want to pay us, if we want to pay us, like, I'll be a massive Netflix. I'll, I'll turn this into top five. That movie list podcast, Netflix. I'll do that. If Netflix want to pay us, I've got, I've got Amazon Prime. Brilliant, brilliant. Like, that's that's. <laughs> if Amazon Prime want to pay us, I was going to say, I'd, Jeff, Jeff, if you're listening, <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, Jeff Amazon, <laughs> Jeff Bezos. <laughs> oh, okay. You actually know who the lead? Okay, I didn't know who the person who ran. Do you know the guy who runs Net- Netflix is? Yeah, Steve Nett. Steve Nett, brilliant. Steve Nett. Steve, Steve Nett and Jim, Jimmy Flicks. <laughs> oh. Right, we've got our last feature before we move on. You did very well on that quiz, by the way, I think. Thank you. 
I wasn't noting down the scores. I don't think I did um, very well at all in this one, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so our last, our last feature is always... What's my name? Where we take a lesser-known actor from your number... It should be for your number one film, but, you, but that was the wrong trousers. So have you still gone yeah. with that? I have, yes. And it's someone who on their IMDb credits, on their CV that they will, they, they will take to prospective studios to launch their acting career, on there is a character without a name. So it's tricky doing that for, what, for the wrong trousers because there are only two name actors <laughs> in the wrong trousers. Wallace and Gromit. However, yeah, but I've gone and for Gromit. Gromit doesn't, even, Gromit doesn't even get a voice, does he? You've but gone he for does, Gromit. He does huff and puff. <laughs> and interestingly, Gromit's voiced by a guy called Peter Hawkins, and he's not immediately clear who he is, but he's done some awesome work. So he, right. he plays Gromit in all of the Wallace and Gromit movies, so he's definitely a movie actor, just just to caveat that <laughs> and with the rest of my uh, thing. So he plays him in the close shave and wrong trousers, etc. Yeah. But the uh, and a grand day out. But he also does pretty much all of our TV shows from our childhood. So he does the, a voice in Penny Crayon. Nice. He does a voice in uh, The Adventures of Spot. He does the voice in Jimbo and the Jet Set. He does Super Ted. He does the Family Ness. He does. Um, this is literally like looking at my at my Rainbow School in Rainbow. Yeah, Zippy and Rainbow. Having a look at this, he's also done some like serious stuff too. To be fair to him. Oh yeah, yeah. We're not, we're not bothered about that. We're, we're bothered about it when we can't see his face and he's, and he's animated. Too right. Is in Doctor Who. He's done Captain Pugwash as well. He's he's done some pretty pretty impressive voice work. He, has. he really has. Peter Peter Hawkins. Um, by the look of this, he's no longer with us. No, no, he sadly died fourteen years ago. But uh, he's he's done he's pretty pretty prolific. And it makes me wonder why they got him to do the voice of Gromit when Gromit doesn't say anything. You've got this pretty well respected That's voice, weird, like, voice actor to do it. So you so. He must, he must there must be a. It must be one of those things, though, where there's a because Gromit huffs and puffs and makes little. Does he even growl or bark? He does it, does he? No, no, no. He just sort of goes. <sighs> he does it. There must be something where if you don't do that well, it's legitimate. If you don't do that well, it shows. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Like, oh yeah. Just do it. And someone just goes. Well, they go. God, that sounds crap. Like we really <laughs> need someone proper professional to come in and do it. I'm pretty certain it's actually a class in acting school. <laughs> The Huff and Puff class. The Huff and Puff. Yeah. I like that. I like it's that. A school in Harry Potter as well. Yeah, it is a school in Harry Potter, the Huff and Puff. Yeah. Maybe that's where maybe that's where he learned his trade. Hawkins went <laughs> to Hogwarts first. Hawkins Hogwarts first. Going so back. We are, aren't we? We're, we're rambling now. But yeah, that was that was my uh, that was my who am I? Very nice. Very yeah. nice. What's my name again? Ben. No, that's the name sorry. of the feature. <laughs> I'm unbelievable. Sorry. This is unbelievable. I came up with that. I'm very proud of that. I'm even going to put. I'm even going to create a little sting to go with it, and you're renaming it with wow. "Who Am I?" The name of your feature sounds like a cry for help, to be honest. But it does. It does. <laughs> Whole podcast sounds like a cry for help. Right then, okay. Now it's time for the plugs, which I hate doing. Um, so here are the and Dave usually usually makes really 
easy by waving, putting messages, putting his fingers up on the screen. Before, he made the screen go blank, then came back wearing a cowboy hat. That was what I was trying to do the intro. That intro that we did, that was our fourth time. It wasn't even, it wasn't even great fourth time in. I just got bored of doing it. And even then, he was still wearing a freaking cowboy hat and putting the, the hungriest caterpillar across the screen. That's what I have to deal with. It's professionals. <laughs> i do it again as well. Yeah, you will. Yeah, you're going to do it right now, aren't you? Um, so the plugs, if you want to get in touch, if you want to get involved, if you want to let, let us know what your list would be for exoskeletons, or if you want to suggest lists, we have got so many suggestions coming in and we are getting through them, um, then get in touch on Facebook. Just look for That Movie List Podcast. Twitter, at That Movie List Podcast, or just search for That Movie List Podcast. And we're on Instagram as well. So get in touch with social media and let us know what lists you would want to do. Um, and we will feature them in future. If you want to vote on the list between me and Dave, not just this list, but past lists. I'm saying the word list far too often, but past lists. Then again, social media is the place to do it. Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And be sure to subscribe or follow. So subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Give five-star reviews because that helps us get out there and more people listening. And also Spotify. So we are on Spotify. You can listen to us on Spotify. Just follow along and you'll get alerts whenever there's a new episode, which is every two weeks when I'm not too busy. So that was the plugs. It's pretty good. That I don't even rehearse that or anything. I even have it written down. Oh, I missed very it. good. Missed anything? Nothing. You got that there. Didn't you got that? Hey, Alexa, subscribe to view. Uh, not view to the sofa. What God? The movie. <laughs> hey Alexa, subscribe to that movie list podcast. <laughs> right. Let's try that again to to screw people over, but without me talking over it and without you botching it. So do it, do it again. Alexa, subscribe to that movie list podcast. Thanks everyone. Say bye, Dave. <laughs> bye. Hello, everybody, and welcome to That Movie List Podcast, and it is episode four. Uh, This episode is random, as always, and before I introduce the completely bizarre and completely um, strange movie list that we're going to be doing today, we are... (laughs) I can't. You've put me me well off with your hat changes. Is this going to be a second (laughs) hat change? Waiting for it. You're not going to put it back on now until I start. This is brilliant. So did you turn the video off and then turn it back on again and put a hat on? Maybe. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Right. I'll mark it at two minutes then. <laughs>